Today our scriptures really deal with the gift of peace. Peace within our own lives as well as the peace that the Lord was giving to the disciples. That same peace he offers to us. As we listen to our second reading from the first letter of St. John, he's preaching to a community that was divided. Some were following the teachings of the Lord given to them by the disciples, and others were sort of going off and doing their own, as it were. And they were trying to settle out what was supposed to be going on. So John is writing, telling them, there's the only one way to truly follow the teaching of the Lord. That's following the law of the Lord. The things you've been done in faith and has been given to you by the apostles is so critical to your life. And don't be astrayed by what is going on in the world. Those who want to lead you astray. Be faithful to the teachings you have been given. Then we hear the incredible gift that comes to us in the gospel. As we heard last week from John's gospel, the Lord came into their midst and they were afraid. They were locked in this room, afraid of what would happen to them. Well, now we have these two disciples that were with the Lord on the way to Emmaus and how they had celebrated with the Lord. He had given them the scriptures. He'd shared with them till they got to Emmaus and he invited them to stay for dinner. When he breaks the bread and gives it to them and they recognize him for the first time. So it's amazing that when they get back to Jerusalem and they're meeting with the rest of the disciples, the Lord appears. Well, those two you have already met the Lord, but the rest supposedly had. But they're terrified. Why? What's the first thing the Lord says to them? Peace be with you. That's the wonderful gift the Lord has to offer all of us. His peace. In a world torn asunder these days, by the pandemic and other forces. It's hard to find peace. Hard to find peace within our own lives. I can imagine the stress that can come in many homes in these days. Not being able to touch children or grandchildren, to reach out to grandparents and share the grace and love that God has for them because of isolation. Even within the life of the church, there's great isolation. And those barriers have to be broken down because the Lord is the one who offers peace. And for us to accept that peace is such a wonderful gift. I think all of us have experienced sometime in our life a separation from others because of hurt feelings, activities that have kept us apart. And those are the walls that we need to break down. The Lord offers us the greatest gift in reconciliation. To be able to come back and celebrate the love that he has for each and every one of us. But there can be those barriers that we build up. One experience that I had in my own life is, and I'm still struggling, is my relationship with my mother. She's gone now. But she did some hurtful things to our family. One of them, she stole money from me that I was using to pay for a dental procedure. 
I didn't know about this until years later when my father informed me of what had happened, that he went to the dentist and the dentist said, I never got paid. Well, Ken gave the money to his mom to pay you, never got paid. So I'm working through the process of trying to forgive my mother for the different things she did, not only to me, but to our family. That can be a challenge. And I think we've all experienced some sort of that within our own lives. A barrier that we put up, but we have to tear down. It can take time. It can be a struggle. But in the long run, it provides an incredible relief to us. Which reminds me of the occasion I had in another parish in which a family's son was murdered. And when it came time for the judge to pass sentence, he asked the family what they wanted to have done. Because the death penalty was in practice. And he said, no, I don't want to see him put to death. I want him to be able to have a life. Because we, speaking for them, we don't feel that, it's, that we can take another person's life. That kind of forgiveness is so critical to who we are as people of faith. That life is so precious from the moment of conception to the point of natural death. And that's important, natural death, not taking another life. The Lord opens his heart to us when he gives us himself in the Eucharist, the ultimate sacrifice, totally opening himself to each and every one of us, saying, here I am. I love you. I care for you. Now come to me. And we do so when we come to the Eucharist. He gives us himself. We accept him into our lives. And when we do so, then we have to be open to the gift that he offers to others. The Lord was always there, no matter who came to him. He didn't put up any barriers. He said, come on. And he responded to them with an open and generous heart. Can we do it any less than to be open to our brothers and sisters, sharing the gift that we've been given, our faith, and bringing unity and grace and blessing to one another?